What does barbecue mean to you? It's all about family. Good food. Summertime and friends. Of nostalgia. A whole lot of tasty. Soul-filling, belly-filling goodness. All of my favorite foods. A cultural touchstone. For me, it's a tether to the people who came before me. Getting together with family and friends. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. Thank you for listening in. This is episode 195. I am your host, Ryan Sanderson. There are so many different facets to the barbecue world, and it is great to see how so many different people have managed to find their niche, whether that be restaurants, sauces and rubs, competition, or talking about it and spreading the good word of smoked meat, like I do with this podcast, and like my guests this week do with their weekly Instagram live show, The ABCs of Canadian Barbecue. Mike Lester and Brad Billard live across the country from one another, but they bonded over their love of barbecue and decided to do what they could to help shine a light on folks trying to make a barbecue make barbecue a business here in Canada. I had a great time chatting with them here and it was and I was honored to be a guest on their show last week. You can find the link to that on the ABCs of Canadian Barbecue Instagram feed at the EHBCS, the ABCs. Friends, have you heard about the best sauce on the planet? I've been telling you about Sticky Fix from Motley Q for a while now. Recently named the 2021 Best Sauce on the Planet at the American Royal World Series of Barbecue Sauce Contest, Sticky Fix will be your new go-to. Perfect for the whole family. Believe me when I say this stuff goes great on everything from quick grilled chicken to a 16-hour slow-smoked pork butt. Joe and Jess from Motley Q's are mainstays on the Canadian Barbecue competition scene and their years of culinary and competition experience shine through in all of their products. They put lots of time and careful attention into each item and they love how barbecue brings people together. Barbecue is a big part of their family and they want to help everyone make it a part of theirs too. Motley Q sauces and seasonings are crafted to deliver high quality flavor to all barbecue dishes. From beef, chicken and pork to wild game and vegetables, they've got a sauce or seasoning fit for any dish or occasion. Visit MotleyQ.ca, M-O-T-L-E-Y-Q-U-E.ca to see their full lineup and get your bottle of the best sauce on the planet. Listeners of the Eat More Barbecue podcast can use the discount code EATMOREQ to save 15% off your order. That's discount code E-A-T-M-O-R-E-Q-U-E at MotleyQ.ca. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of the podcast and uh, got a couple of fine Canadian uh, members of the barbecue family here with me uh, from Ontario and Northern British Columbia. I've got Mike Lester and Brad Billard. Uh, they host the ABCs of Canadian Barbecue, uh, an Instagram live show every week. And they're uh, besides that, they're both doing their own barbecue things in their respective parts of the country. So Mike and Brad, welcome to the show. How are we doing this evening? Doing well, Ryan. Thanks for having us on. No yeah. complaints whatsoever, sir. Thank you so much. No, I'm really excited to have you guys here and uh, let's hear about what... Uh, what you guys are doing. I've had the opportunity uh, to check out your show a time or two and uh, definitely have a lot of fun on there. So, Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty lighthearted uh, chat trying to do our best to highlight the barbecue businesses that yeah. are prevalent here in Canada, those that are growing, those that are established, but it's all about trying to grow yeah, uh, Canadian barbecue uh, and to bring all that information to the forefront of the backyard barbecue. Yeah, sure. well, we will get into that a little bit. Uh, question I ask everybody uh, right off the top, Mike, maybe we'll start with you up in uh, Fort St. John, British Columbia. What does barbecue mean to you? 
that answer has probably changed a couple of times over the sure. last two years since I got really into it. Uh, but now it, it's about community, to be honest. It's uh, about the people that it's bringing me in my life and the long-term friendships that I, I get to create and share with. Brad, how about, uh, how about you? Yeah, for me, I mean, I've always been in a drawn to cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, building my drum in 2019 just kind of changed that game factor. Uh, you know, a different style of food for friends and family. And it really is about that sense of community that Mike talks about, but also um, what it means to have the family close by, sharing, you know, a meal, um, you know, laboring over a low and slow cooker of some sorts to, you know, or even a hot and fast on a grill, just to have those times. It's about the camaraderie, the friendships, the memories gained from just being around. And nobody likes to eat crappy food. So, yep. you know, barbecue's good, you Absolutely. know, so it's Absolutely. good food and good times. There's yep. just something about it. It's a lifestyle. And as Mike touched on, it's definitely a community. And and that's kind of changed a little bit, too, as we've grown the show, um, made a lot of new friends, mm-hmm. Um and I say friends loosely because it's all online, but sure. you do have a connection to these people. Yep. And then you get to events. Uh, I know there's some, some uh, things that have happened out in Ontario and Mike, uh, maybe not as much up where you are, but I know you've traveled to different things. Uh, so you do get to see, uh, uh, meet up with the people you meet online uh, in person too, which is awesome. So. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Mike, how about let's maybe get your, uh, your background a little bit, uh, uh, just yeah, what, sure. what, what so you I'm, do up in Fort St. John and uh, kind of how you got yeah, the, uh, I, I, the barbecue bug. <laughs> so I'm, I live up in Fort St. John, BC. I'm a, the field crew manager for a survey firm up here uh, and throughout BC. Um, my barbecue bug, I mean, I've always enjoyed cooking like Brad just said, mm-hmm. but my barbecue bug started with the pandemic like many, many others. Mm-hmm. Um, had to find something to fill my time and went out and bought my first pellet grill and from there, the addiction has grown to yeah. fill my deck with yep. with a few different cookers and more on the way. So it's uh, it's been a heck of a journey and one that I can't keep to keep on living. That's so. awesome. So you're relatively new to the uh, the barbecue scene then a little bit, eh? 100%. Yeah. Yep. And I guess I should mention, uh, Mike, your Instagram is at uh, 250250 Northern BBQ. Yep. And Brad is a Canadian Drum Smoker & Co. That's CDN Drum Smoker & CO. Um, Brad, kind of your background on the, what you're what you do aside from the barbecue stuff and how you got into the barbecue. Yeah, for certain. I, uh, I work for the municipal government here in St. Catharines. Uh, I'm in water, wastewater distribution. So I'm the guy you call when you've got a block sewer. I'm the guy when you want to, uh, upgrade your water service to your house, maintenance of fire hydrants and stuff like that. Uh, I've been with the city for about 10 years now and, uh, just got my level one certification in water, wastewater management which is kind of cool. Um, cooking is, like I said, always, I've been yeah. the one that's drawn to the barbecues, family barbecues. I'm the guy who's on the grill or gets voluntold mm-hmm. to work the grill. And it just kind of moved on from there. I played hockey with a gentleman here in St. Catharines by the name of Eugene Tendine, who uh, goes by Tendine Outdoors on Instagram. Yep. He kind of was uh, in the community before I was and kind of influenced that ability to look at, you know, barbecue and kind of brought it to light almost got a Traeger through Eugene's discount code when he was with Traeger as a, uh, like, I guess, uh, an ambassador, if you right. will. Yep. Uh, but was told not to build, not to, I couldn't pull the trigger financially. So uh, yep. I ended up building my first drum smoker yes. uh, just with parts and source, did some research online. And then from there, it just kind of blew up, um, got introduced to the online community and it just really came a connection and a different 
difficult time in my life as well. On, on top of the pandemic, I had separated. Um, and so barbecue was just something I did as a hobby and it just kind of grew from there and it just provided a bit of a Zen for me. Yep. I'm, uh, I've heard that a fair bit lately, uh, especially through the pandemic and, uh, your situation a little different, but, uh, timing wise the same, uh, people using barbecue as a, as a form of therapy almost, right. Getting them, uh, something to take their minds off of the, the struggles they're going through the hard times. So it's, uh, it's great to yeah, see that. Yeah, hundred percent. There's just something about connecting with your grill, doing some fire management, whether mm-hmm. it was, you know, obviously with the drum smoker, I started with fire management yep. um, and then progressed. I think I started, I started actually as Canadian drum smoker. And then when I actually bought my first digital smoker, it was a Masterbuilt 1050 gravity series charcoal yep. smoker. I added the and co. And then at one point the handle was just way too long and it wasn't fitting on anyone's <laughs> screen. So I recently just shortened it up to CDN. Yep. for Canadian and then drum smoker and co just because it was a versatility, not just the drum smokers. So. Right. Yep. And maybe talk about that, uh, that drum smoker you've built. Certainly uh, one of the more unique uh, cookers I've seen out there. Great looking. Uh, it's uh, it's got a patina look to it. It yep. very much reminds me of a tomato type finish, but yeah, yep. once I, um, it was hand built by my ex uh, partner and her uncle, who's a fabricator. Um, we did it all over weekends, like I said, sourced the plans and talked to Larry Beercan Fisher, who is a genius in terms of drum smokers and fire baskets. And anyways, um, and once I got my first master built smoker, I decided I wanted to really make it the Canadian drum smoker. Mm-hmm. I reached out to the barbecue community as I was just getting involved and asked people to send me license plates from across Canada. It was a goal to wrap the drum with license plates. Yeah. Um, and then got invited out uh, once I did get the, all the plates. It took about a year, just over a year and a half, actually. Once I did get all the plates, I was invited out by uh, Barrel Boss, Troy right. Kelly, yep. Barrel Boss Q, to actually want to participate in helping me uh, see that dream come true. A lot of friends were involved. We took mm-hmm. a great trip out to Alberta. And now it's got um, two plates almost from every province, every territory, um, and a big old red maple leaf in the middle yep. of her. And she's just, uh, it's something to behold. And I, I look at it and it just still blows me away to this day. Yeah. Now it's a very, it's a great looking, uh, great looking cooker. I love the, the plates. It just makes it uh, Canadian, as you said, right? So a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, just, I, I, it brings a smile on my face and it, it just, it, it, it over, uh, uh, accentuates that love of barbecue and that sense of community that yep. this happened because of people in the community. Um, you know, and various people across Canada were instrumental in sending me plates and it was a really cool project. Yeah. What else, uh, you got the master bill. What else are you cooking on there? You see, you got the, the Traeger sweater on. Yeah, I have it. Yeah, I do have a Traeger Timberline 850. Yep. Um, I also have uh, a Weber kettle and a Traeger Ranger. Um, that's the portable, so, the yeah. portable, right? The, the Ranger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's actually, it's like a suitcase. It's a little yeah. heavy for like easy transport. Um, but it's, you know, it's compact kind of enough. Yeah. yeah. And it's actually very versatile with the, uh, with the cast iron, uh, sear plate or the open smoke, uh, grill griddle. Uh, yeah. it's, it's pretty versatile. So. Yeah. Speaking of barrel boss, I just took uh, possession yesterday of, uh, my custom grill grate for my Weber kettle that they, uh, they built for me. So I saw that pretty, uh, pretty excited yeah. about that. Uh, we're thrilled with how it turned out and, uh, did some, uh, did that's some... the, go ahead. 
No, so that's the beauty of Barrel Boss yeah. is that their love of making what you do and already love just that much more by being able to customize yeah. and you know a little bit here and a little bit there and uh, what they're doing with the drum business mm-hmm. and barbecue beyond it's it's phenomenal. Yep, Mike, uh, you mentioned a few grills on the back deck there. What uh, what's uh, what are you cooking on up there? Uh, so I started with a Traeger Pro 780. It's still sitting on my deck. It's actually up for sale at the moment. Um, I have a Weber kettle. I think mm-hmm. after I got after that. Yep. Um, and then Troy and Kelly from Barrel Boss have actually been kind enough to let me borrow uh, oh, nice. a true North drum um, awesome. that I have on my deck that I've been using. They, I, they're letting me save my my money and so I can afford to get my own custom. And yep. said, you need to bring this home when I was out visiting one day. So yep. I did. And, you know, I have an old gas grill on my deck too. And sure. a, a griddle. Yep. Um, there's plans for a bunch of other stuff coming oh, yeah. really soon. So yeah, you need need a bigger deck or a bigger yard, right? I need a bigger deck for sure. Yeah, it's there's a lot of moving around of things these days. Yes. So. Yeah. Mike's Mike's been told he's needed a bigger deck for quite some time. Yes. <laughs> my my uh, good buddy of mine, uh, his his joke is that if you if you trim the bushes around it, it makes the deck look bigger. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. let's, uh, moving on to that, the ABCs of Canadian barbecue. Talk a little bit about uh, that, Mike, maybe you can lead the way there. Yeah. I, I, you know, the ABCs of Canadian barbecue started as organically as anything really truly could. It, it, Brad and I were in a, a barbecue group on Instagram together and, and I think our friendship and our bond sort of happened really naturally. And one day we went on live, um, and a week or two weeks later, Brad, I can't remember, we went at another live together and, and that just yeah. organically started that conversation of, hey, why don't we do this and make it a weekly thing and, and start talking with Canadian businesses around barbecue and seeing what it can become. And um, from there, it's blossomed into we're at season two, episode six this week, I believe, Brad, something like that. So it might be static, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm winging it yeah. here, but <laughs> you know, it, it's been great and I mean, I'll let Brad talk to it a little bit too, but it's uh, it's a show that I look forward to doing every week, and I learn a lot, and I met a lot of amazing people through it. So. Awesome, yeah, Brad. You were saying earlier, uh, kind of the 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 purpose of the show is to put a bit of a spotlight on Canadian businesses in the in the barbecue uh, business, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there were other you know people doing lives and stuff and having like other, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, ambassadors and so forth on shows. But really, I think there's an opportunity for us to really highlight what's going on. Because when I first got in and Mike can attest to this too, all you really kind of knew about was American barbecue stuff. And it's right. all that you can get in most of your retail locations, whether it was Meat Church, Whiskey Bench, uh, you know, Craw Valley, um, mm-hmm. Suckle Busters, Neil Surratt kind of thing. And then as you know, I got more involved in it. I noticed that there were more and more Canadian businesses that were doing stuff. But I'm like, there's an opportunity here to kind of highlight and bring to light to the backyard barbecue enthusiasts such as ourselves, what really is going on with the Canadian barbecue scene and try to create a bit of an identity. And not like we're the ones creating an identity. The identity was there with pioneers like Ted Reader and mm-hmm. Rob at Prairie Barbecue Absolutely. and Janice Smelky, which she's doing and so forth. Yeah. But it was just an opportunity to, you know, to bring it not maybe more stream, but just talk more openly about it and say, like, let's let's really try and focus on growing Canadian barbecue. Mm-hmm. And I really tried to adopt that lifestyle too. Like I rarely use anything now 
uh, American. I still hold on to my Meat Church Holy Voodoo just because of flavor profile. Yep. But there are some great Canadian products out there, and it's uh, yeah. it's great to see what's going on with the industry in Canada. Absolutely, yeah, hundred uh, percent. And I, you know, I guess the difference with what you guys do compared to my show is yours. Uh, you've got the interactive element in the with the Instagram Live. You can get uh, people watching in can be asking questions, doing stuff like that. So it certainly brings a different element to it, right? Yeah, and Mike's done a great job, too, of doing some research to make sure that we try and take it to the next level. Obviously, we've created a YouTube account that we want to be able to say, hopefully transition some of our old that are available through the IGTV aspect of Instagram. But also, like, there are other opportunities, much as yourself, Ryan, you're doing Mm -hmm. stuff on Spotify and any other podcast where you normally get the... So there's that element of opportunity to kind of take it to the next level. Yeah. Um, but the interactive approach to Instagram is kind of unique as well. Absolutely. Now, do you have a way of taking those previous shows that are on IGTV and getting them onto YouTube? Is that, uh, uh, is we're tech- looking into yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know if, yeah. if the technology, uh, if it's a, if it's a possible or how that would work. So, yeah. Yeah. Not sure yet just yeah. either, but we do want to take it to the sort of next level of being able to have, uh, you know, a YouTube channel and, and have each, each episode there cataloged, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and just, uh, yeah, again, to be able on the, on the Spotify and the Apple podcast list as well. Yeah. Uh, Mike, maybe talk about some of the guests you've had on the show. I was, uh, able to a couple of weeks to go to turn in, tune in when, uh, uncle Ted, uh, Ted reader was on and, uh, it was awesome. He, uh, he was in a mood that night. So it was uh, pretty awesome to see and, yeah, I mean, I think the the Ted Reader episode will go down as one of the all time favorites of all the episodes we've done. Although we've had an, a ton of amazing guests, yeah, um, you know, Chris from Forty Creek Whiskey was on, and we've had Kelly and and Troy on, of course. Mm-hmm. We've had uh, sales reps from Traeger. Um, it's been sort of endless. It's from small to from very small startup companies to as big as they can go, and mm-hmm. uh, it's been eye opening for sure. Yeah, and, and to that, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like to that point too, it's like all spectrums of barbecue. We had Reed Moynihan from Skyline, uh, Skyline Nation, a, a farm, a true farm to table approach okay. to barbecue. We've had small butcher shops. We've had the rubs and sauce companies, Rob Tuzi that runs the Tuzi challenge. Yep. It's been instrumental in growing Canadian barbecue as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Rob from Prairie Barbecue was coming home from Vancouver and actually pulled over the side of the road in Jasper just to do the show. Nice. Um, you know, so there is that connection of being, you know, sort of a voice of what's going on in Canadian barbecue. And it's, 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 uh, it's been really cool to see the progression and, and how people do actually connect to the actual show and look forward to it. And uh, it's been a little surreal, mm-hmm. um, but the people that we've met and just fostered relationships with, it's, uh, it's, it's phenomenal. Like it truly is. Um, an incredible experience and, and, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. It's great to see, uh, great to see the, uh, you guys doing that and putting that spotlight on the, uh, on the folks doing it up here. So as you said, Brad, it's the, everywhere you look, you hear about the big American brands, but, uh, we have some amazing products, uh, folks doing it up here. So we got to spread the word, right? More from Brad and Mike and the ABCs of Canadian barbecue after a quick word from township 27. Township 27 develops, produces, distributes, and sells the highest quality pantry spices, herbs, spice blends, sausage, salad, dressings, and condiments for people who love food. 
All of their products are produced by hand in small batches using only the highest quality ingredients to maintain the full flavor and freshness that their customers have come to expect. Township 27 has searched the globe looking for the finest ingredients to go into their products and they are excited to share the bounty with you. All Township 27 products are gluten-free, cholesterol-free, MSG-free, and are pure, with no added fillers or preservatives. Township 27 is proudly Alberta-owned and produce all of their products locally right in Rocky View County, Alberta. If you're looking for the best in spices, blends, sauces, and condiments, whether it be retail, wholesale, or bulk, check them out at www.township27.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook. And then, like, it, it's the community. It's the community. So we got mm-hmm. invited out last year with the whole, you know, drum project on Barrel Boston at that time. It was around the Didsbury Lions event. You right, were yeah, there, right, Ryan, yeah, I believe, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, Mike and I had a chance to meet for the first time, too. We obviously did the eight-hour drive from Port St. John. Met me. I flew in or drove into uh, Alberta for the, for the trip, too. And, you know, yeah. and the people that we met there. And yeah. There's also an opportunity, I think, too, to bring an opportunity that can competition barbecue mm-hmm. and make it a little bit more and more stream so that more backyard barbecuers kind of want to start participating as well. So yeah. there's, you know, great people that are in barbecue. You don't see them on Instagram as much as, say, the, the backyard barbecue enthusiasts, but there is an opportunity to kind of build that community through what the Canadian Barbecue Society is doing, the KCBS yeah. challenges and so forth. So. Yeah. I think, so. yeah, I think you touched on it there. Uh, more of the backyard, the amateur competitions. Um, just such an easier point of entry for people than entering a full KCBS event, right? Yeah, it's a little less intimidating yep. too, right? Absolutely. And that's where you get the people that are going to create and formulate those teams to the next level, yep. right? So without fostering that community of backyard barbecue enthusiasts and get the, their feet wet, then yep. it's really tough to just grow a competition team because, you know, it is it is a little intimidating and there's mm. a lot of there's a lot of structure and a lot of, different nuances that go and prep in your boxes and sourcing yeah. and how do you present and do you saw sweat like all there's so many elements to it but it's just modifying what you're doing from a backyard to what they're looking for from uh, a competition standard and, yeah. and i think um there's an opportunity to grow both of those together absolutely and maybe it's having events together mm-hmm. maybe you know a kcbs event with a backyard event yep. so that you get more of the backyard barbecue enthusiast that gets to hang out with a, a you know adopt a and adopt a team yep. kind of thing. And there's all kinds of things that we could talk about. And we've, I've had discussions with Chris Zinger, yep. you know, who's frozen to barbecue about yeah. that and the opportunity to really grow the, the relationship between the backyard and the competition. Yeah. We did have one here in Calgary, one backyard comp last year. Uh, and we're hoping to do that one again, plus another this year uh, in Calgary. So just uh, adding a, get, gets people out and a did a different opportunity for people. And so, yeah, and I know the uh, the Lethbridge competition, the KCBS, they had a backyard uh, comp last year, and I think they're doing that again this year as well. So it's great, great to see that uh, uh, we haven't had many of those out uh, out this way before uh, before last year. So it's nice to see it happening right. a little bit. And have you guys done any competition yourselves? No, not as of yet. We are trying to get a, a backyard competition up and running here in. in the North piece. Yep. Uh, hopefully the, for this year is the plan. Um, and I, Brad and I have talked about, you know, putting our hats into the ring for things, you yep. know, in the future. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping to go in for some stuff for this summer, but, uh, other travel plans have sort of taken over that priority family and things like that, yep. which is always number one for or myself. Course. So, yep. 
hopefully 2023 i can get my feet wet into my first real yeah. competition that's sort of my goal at this point right on how about you brad yeah i haven't done anything uh myself um you know it's intriguing as all get out is, um, yeah. I, mean, I know that feeling know. yep yeah you know mike mcgill from uh mean mo's barbecue team mm-hmm. had myself and uh darren up to innisfil to do some competition ribs and some salmon and and just go through that whole process. And right. I love how open the barbecue community is mm. as well. But even the competition teams, how they care for each other and make sure, you know. So um, I do, I'd love to hang out. I'd love to go and check out to, uh, you know, some of the bigger Canadian ones. I know the Stampede just have a really big one too. Yeah. Um, but even going to like the Royal or going down to the States to mm. Memphis, Memphis, what was it? Uh, Memphis, Memphis May. And May yeah. You know, hogs for a cause, you yeah. know certain stuff like that yeah that it would be really cool to experience that sort of stuff but yeah. no not yet yeah right on right on uh yeah yeah absolutely yeah. yeah right yeah that's what i kept saying i'm thinking about it and then all of a sudden last year we just did it so yeah well and that, yeah so you and with andrew plazo with triple aces and yeah, double, double aces with, yeah double aces sorry yeah, yeah my apologies yeah um and then uh chance with get smoked have yeah. created moose moose knuckle Moose knuckle, Moose knuckle barbecue. Yeah. yeah. Moose yeah. knuckle barbecue. So, yeah, so we cooked, you guys yeah, we did that. We cooked last year. We did three comps last year under Andrew's double aces uh, name. Right. Uh, but then decided this year, if we were, uh, if we were going to be doing this together as a team, we wanted to make it something that was belonged to all of us. So we uh, went yeah. the, did the name change and uh, yeah, looking forward to a, a great year. We got some exciting things happening with sponsorships and stuff. So. That's it's awesome. going to be a, it's going to be a fun year for us. So. While the people at home can't see our faces, the smile on your face yeah. has the anticipation and excitement. And oh, that's, yeah. that's exactly what it, you know, a barbecue is. Yeah. It's that, what it, what it, that intrinsic motivation of what it, what it makes you feel. And just mm-hmm. you talking about it and seeing your face light up. Yeah. Um, that's what barbecue is for Absolutely. a lot of us. Yeah. Uh, Mike up, uh, up Fort St. John, Northern British Columbia, the peace uh, region. Do you have much, opportunity to do any face-to-face kind of barbecue community type stuff with folks up there what's the community like in your neck of the woods there so it's a growing community yeah um uh, a local business did start a barbecue store here Mm -hmm. this october yeah um i am lucky enough that my wife now works there as of january perfect Uh, so i get to hang out in my candy store quite often um but i i've started recently doing uh uh, charity cooks on a monthly basis at the girls store. Oh, awesome. All process, all proceeds raised are going straight to charity. So for the month, so month of February, uh, I did pulled pork sandwiches, chips pop, sold out uh, 55 sandwiches in under two hours. Nice. Um, and was able to raise $823, I think, in that two-hour period. Awesome. So, That's great. You know, I have a, on the 19th, there's another cook coming. I'm doing three briskets. going to do brisket sandwiches and burnt ends and all the, the fun stuff. Yeah, excellent. And, you know, it's not necessarily about how much I raise. It's just about getting there in the community and yeah. helping out. So and using my my social media platform, I don't like the term influencer, but mm-hmm. using the social media platform that I have to, to do better for the area. Absolutely. So, well, and doing yeah. stuff like that, you're going to build, help build the community, right? You're going to get uh, like-minded folks are going to come out and see you and you get chalking and that's how, uh, that's how those yeah. groups and communities uh, build, right? 
Yeah, I actually just started a Facebook group um, a week and a half ago called North Peace Grill and Chill. Just nice. another place to try to grow that community of grilling, share our photos yep. and stuff. And it, it took about eight days, nine days for people to start getting brave enough to start sharing photos and stuff. Sure. But, uh, yeah. it, it's slowly getting some ground. I think we're almost yeah. at 200 people and, oh, and growing. Excellent. Yeah. 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 We, were, we were talking about Dawson Creek before. I know there's a, a barbecue shop in Dawson as well. So. You know, not, yeah, uh, Rub It Out Barbecue, one of my yeah. favorite names for yeah. a grill store ever. Uh, yeah. yeah, they're a great little store. I, I'm down there quite often and do what I can to help support them as well. Yeah, we've been trying to, we've been going, him and I have been going back and forth trying to set up a time to get him on the show here. So got to nice. support the uh, support the community. Uh, Brad, how about you? Uh, probably more opportunity to get together with folks where you are uh, a little more populous, yeah. I guess, huh? It is a little easier. Yeah. I mean, I'm only uh, an hour outside of the GTA. So, you know, there's a good amount of uh, barbecue people around. Ted Reader's an only extra half an hour after that. Yeah. So, you know, even last year I had a chance to do two meetups at Ted's with various people and put it out there. We did a Christmas social, um, you know, and uh, yeah. And even just cooking with friends. Uh, Eugene comes over. We try to cook quite frequently together. Uh, Darren Timmerman, DT on the BGE. Right. And we've gotten together and, you know, it, it is a little bit easier to, you know, schedule a cook and have mm -hmm. some friends come over and, and whatever. And, and that really is what it's all about. It's taking those relationships that you've formed uh, through this platform and being able to, to change it into real life and get together with friends and, and, and just share that love of barbecue. Yep. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Absolutely. And as we uh, transition into spring here, more, uh, more chances to do that uh, as we come out of the, uh, the Canadian winter. So the hibernation is over and, uh, you know, as it gets, you know, 10 degrees, 15 degrees and the, the layers come off, yeah. the shorts go on and it's like, you're out you're able to stay outside. I, I love to play cornhole. And I mean, for me, if the grill's lit and it's not windy enough, there's, there's boards out and mm -hmm. it's, you know, just good times, memories, laughs. And it's just, it's, it's a day, it's an yeah. event and it's memories. And, and that's really what it is all about for, for me a, a good amount of time. Yeah. I think Mike and I are thinking that, you know, springs may be coming a little sooner for you than it does for the two of us out here, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was up to 17 here yesterday. Uh, pretty yeah. much every mound of snow yeah. that was at least two <laughs> feet high was pretty much gone after the day. I think so. it's, uh, we're what, minus 19 with the wind tomorrow morning or something they're saying. So I, I was going to say, Ryan, yeah. I was, we're, 34 degrees the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, not sorry. Yeah, no, no, I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Okay. Yeah. You, you said it, uh, you mentioned it, uh, cornhole. Yeah. Uh, talk about that a little. I know, I know what it is. Uh, I don't know that it's, uh, as widely widespread up here as, as you, you see down in the States maybe. So it's not, but there is, there are like, you know, there's, uh, Clubs all across Canada yep. um, in Red Deer. There's cold-blooded cornhole just in Lacombe, not far from the Leduc area, yep. right? I yep. mean, um, it basically, it's a game that's been very popular in the United States for quite some time. The, there are a couple of different organizations, but the biggest, most reputable, if you will, is the American Cornhole League. It's like the NFL of cornhole. Um, I recently became a director of the local Niagara chapter here in the area and started up my own league. Uh, it's two boards, 27 feet apart from front edge to front edge. You have four bags. The object is to throw the uh, the bags primarily, uh, traditionally back in the day filled with corn, and now it's all synthetic. Yeah. But that's where the name came from. 
three points in the hole per bag, one point on the board. If it's not, if it's off the board, it's zero points. Um, play to 21 Mm -hmm. and uh it's like washers it's like horseshoes you know it's very similar to that those types of games that are pretty popular across the backyards yeah um and yeah so actually uh the american corner league uh is coming to niagara falls the first time ever out of the united states april 29th to may 1st here in niagara falls so it's only 10, 15 minutes down the QEW for me. Mm-hmm. So it's a really cool opportunity. ESPN's coming and doing oh, a wow. big broadcast on the Saturday night. It's the first time ESPN's come out of the United States to broadcast Cornhole. Wicked. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's um, it's a growing game. COVID's really suppressed what we've been doing here in Canada because yeah. of what we've been dealing with. Um, and hopefully as things kind of lighten up, it, the Let's game's so, going to yeah. continue to blow up. Yeah. Well, and it's nice that it's not a... You don't need a ton of equipment. It's pretty much anyone can do it. It's uh, very accessible, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and it, yeah, it's not about the ability. It's about the memories and the times and the laughs. And, and, you know, that's the thing. It's like anyone can play at any point pretty much if you have a set of boards and bags. Yeah. Yeah. If um, I, I yeah. put it in the same quality, same area as, you know, golf or something. I mean, if you can smoke and drink while you're doing it, it's a, a fun, exactly. easy time, right? For those who have never curled before, too, yes, it's the same curling, sort yeah, of exactly. thing. And there's a lot of similarities to the strategy in defense and offense. Uh, you know, at different times, it requires an offensive shot or a defensive shot. And, um, excuse me, I do compare it a lot to curling in terms of throwing up a blocker bag mm-hmm. or yep. going over top or around. It's um, it's just been a lot of fun. And I've met a lot of great people. Um, and to me, they're very synonymous, the Cornhole and barbecue community, because it's just a an enjoyment of life and, yep. you know, um, each other's company. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, you, your show, the ABCs, you do have some sponsors of that show. Do you want to maybe give a shout out uh, to those folks and, uh, some thank yous, anything like that? Go ahead, sir. Oh, <laughs> well, um, since day one, lumberjack barbecue pellets has been with us, um, right from the very first episode, basically, or just after the first episode, we kind of did the first episode and they, reached out to say, hey, we really love the idea and the concept, anything we can do to be a part of. So they've been a great sponsor. Um, we did have flip-ins to start uh, for almost a good part of the year. And then we switched over recently to Reed's Barbecue and Derek Rader out of Nor- uh, Ontario here. Zorich, Ontario um, has been very um, a good fan of, of the show and a yep. great support. And uh it's great to have great companies and, you know, a little bit of backing, a little bit of incentive, if you will, to just mm-hmm. to, uh, to tune in and listen. And we yep. kind of come up with uh, different things. Normally it's a hashtag to repeat, but even with this Ted Reader show, the last episode, we actually went out and did a, an inspired Ted yes. cook yep. and you had to post and tag. And we had, I think, 12 entries, Mike, or 13, which is kind of around, around where we are with the hashtags anyway. So. Yep. It was kind of cool to see people go and look through Ted's books and, and find a recipe to recreate and post. Right. And it was a lot of fun. Awesome. And you do, yeah, doing some, with those, you're doing some giveaways, that sort of thing, right? Yeah. Between Reeds and Lumberjack, we, um, we do rapid fire too, which is a 20 quick rapid questions or as rapid as we can go. <laughs> Sometimes we do get derailed a little bit. Yeah, like, happens. Uh, a little, yeah. But it's, Yeah. And then, so either it's uh, the show's either sponsored by Lumberjack, and then the rapid fire is brought to it. So it's between the two. We just kind of flip flop back between sure the thing. two of them. Yep, awesome. Yeah, awesome. Uh, just remind folks where to find you online, social media. Where should people be looking for you, Mike? Maybe you can go first. 
Yeah, so I'm 250 Northern Barbecue on all fronts of social media. That'd be Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, although my TikTok isn't as active as anything else. Um, and uh, I also do have a YouTube page. Again, nothing really on it. It's just something I've started and hope to do more moving mm-hmm. forward. Brad? Uh, like Mike, uh, Instagram predominantly. Um as you mentioned, at CDN Drum Smoker and Co. I catered a wedding last uh, October for 65 people. And, you know, I don't mind helping out friends here and there, mm-hmm. um, but predominantly through social, uh, it's just Instagram. And then the uh, the show, the ABCs, that's the A8. Sorry, I just can't talk all of a sudden. The yeah. EHBCS, the ABCs. Yeah, we did the play on the word, right? Yeah. The A for yeah. Canada. Yeah. And it was kind of cool, too. Uh, Canadian is in my name. Uh, Mike is 250 Northern Barbecue, but he's in BC. Ah, yeah. Kind of pulled yeah. it all in. It kind of yeah. made it made a sort of you know logical sense that it would be the ABCs of Canadian BBQ. So awesome. it's kind of more behind the name itself. But, yeah, it's at the EHBCS yeah. is, the, is the Instagram page for the show. Excellent. Last uh, question I ask everybody, and uh, Brad, we're pushing midnight for you, so we'll uh, we won't keep you too long here. Uh, it's dinner time. You got one of the cookers fired up. What's the uh, what's the go to for you, Brad? Uh, I am a big sucker for brisket on a stick. So beef ribs for me nice. is. Yeah. I don't do them often enough because it is a committed cook. Yeah. Sometimes it's hot and fast, but there's just something about beef ribs that speak to me. It's that dominant primordial beast the big old piece of meat on yeah. top of the bone and yeah there's the flavor profile is fantastic yeah it was a few years back i was down in texas and i went into louis Mueller uh, barbecue and taylor and uh I'd, I'd heard about the beef ribs but i just didn't understand how monstrous a a piece of right. meat this was so i ordered that and i ordered some other stuff and the guy kind of looks at me and sees that i'm alone and kind of chuckles <laughs> Slaps this thing on the tray. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Just a monster That's uh, funny. beef rib the size of my forearm. So, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think a Texas barbecue trips on Mike's both mine and Mike's uh, uh, bucket list of barbecue things to do for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I've it. been fortunate with my work to uh, to get down there a number of times, and I usually have a weekend when I'm there to uh, get out on my own and do some uh, road tripping. So it's uh, certainly lucky That's that awesome. way. Yeah. Mike, what's, awesome. uh, what's the go-to for you there, man? I even had time to think about yeah. this. I, I'm struggling, <laughs> but, you know, I, I'd say that I'm going to go with what's most asked of me from my friends and family, and that's going to be pulled pork, and my my famous beans are, are the two that I, I do the most often and truly enjoy doing. Yeah. Uh, my favorite cook is beef ribs, but yeah. that's what I do the most often. What makes the beans so famous? <laughs> I can't say that, right? <laughs> and they wouldn't be famous anymore. Buddy. Okay, all right. <laughs> Secret ingredient. Yeah. That's great. That's, I'll share offline, but <laughs> all right. Well, guys, thanks so much for doing this. I uh, really appreciate it, uh, and and thank you for what you're doing to help promote uh, barbecue in Canada. So, uh, a few of us doing it and spreading the word. So it's great, to, great to chat with somebody else doing the same thing here. So, well, absolutely. Definitely appreciate it. We are looking forward to having you on the ABCs, too, coming yeah, up. Yeah, right? coming up we here, yeah. I think scheduled for March, is it 16th? I think that was the date, yeah. So. Right, yeah. yeah. So stay tuned as well to the ABCs for Ryan's appearance on the ABCs of Canadian Barbecue. Looking forward to it, guys. Thanks so much. Have a great evening. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having us on, Ryan.
Thanks, Ryan. Have a great night. You too. You are listening to Canada's longest-running barbecue podcast, and it is time now for some barbecue news brought to you by the Barrel Boss Q, a family-owned and operated small business in Leduc County, Alberta, and the manufacturer of the original Canadian drum smoker. Whether it's in the backyard or on the competition circuit, Kelly Troy and the Barrel Boss Q team are driven by the desire to watch their clients showcase their cooking talents, to slow down a bit, and spend some quality time with family and friends. From entry level all the way up to fully loaded models, Barrel Boss Q has the charcoal drum smokers and accessories you need to be the barbecue boss of your block or maybe get a walk at the next competition. Shipping to customers across Canada and the U.S., Barrel Boss Q spends time talking to their clients to make sure each and every smoker they make is special and meets the needs of the customer. Barrel Boss Q is honored to be a part of their customers' barbecue journeys. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram and visit them online at barrelbossq.ca to see the whole lineup. That's barrelbossq.ca. And tell them you heard about them on the Eat More Barbecue podcast. Friends, have you ever stumbled upon something that seems almost too good to be true, but you get super excited about it anyways, only to have your hopes crushed when it turns out that it was indeed too good to be true? I had one of those instances happen this past weekend. I was at Prairie Dog Brewing here in Calgary with on Sunday with Andrew and Chance for a little moose knuckle barbecue planning meeting. And as we're sitting there, I look at a uh, look up at some framed art on the wall right behind Andrew. They have a collage of different beer levels uh, matted on a piece of paper or a board and framed on the wall. And right there in the midst of all those labels is one for moose knuckle beer. I stop mid-conversation and say, boys, I think I just found our team beer. I grab my phone to look it up and lo and behold, it is from Regina. Crazy coincidence, my wife just happened to be Regina at that very time visiting her folks. So I text her the info and ask if maybe she could pick some up for us before she comes home. We're thinking this will be awesome. When folks come by the Moose Knuckle Barbecue tent at our comps, we can offer them a new Moose Knuckle beer. Sadly, Lisa called the brewer yesterday and they no longer make it. So wah, wah, no team beer. So close. So, so close. Spring has arrived and the weather is starting to improve and it is only natural to start thinking about summer weather and some of those events that come along with the nice long summer days. Brewery and the Beast is back in full force for 2022. If you're not familiar with it, Brewery and the Beast is an outdoor event that brings together local businesses to serve up great ethically sourced food, craft beverages, and live entertainment. I volunteered at the Calgary Edition back in 2019 before everything went haywire, and it is a great time. This year, the event will have three stops in Vancouver, on August 7th, Calgary, August 21st, and Victoria, BC on September 25th. I'm working on getting someone from the team on the podcast to talk more about it coming up, but you can also visit breweryandthebeast.com for details. I also just saw an announcement for Barley and Smoke here in Calgary coming up on August the 27th. This is a great, great fundraising event for Kids Cancer Care that pairs great local restaurants with local breweries and a fun competition with a number of categories. I was lucky enough to be a judge at the inaugural event back in 2019 and have had Deepak on the show to talk about it a couple of times. Mark your calendar for August 27th and check out barleysmoke.ca for info. What are the summer food and drink festivals that you're looking forward to this year? Hit me up in the comments or email me so I can mention them in an upcoming episode. Next week on the show, I bring you a conversation I recently had with Brent Bushell, 
Brent and his wife moved to Canada from Australia, and he has a great barbecue story that I'm excited to share with you. Until then, you can find me online at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at albertabbqtrail.ca, where you can check out a listing of the barbecue joints here in Alberta so you can get out there and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out to your local barbecue joint and show them some love. Thanks to Alan Horburn for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. That's a wrap, everybody. See you all next week and keep on smoking. Mm-hmm.